Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for the blessing you give to us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Be seated. Now, the Great Commission is these words is a, are the great commission according to Obadiah. Obadiah 21. That make yourself saviors shall come up upon Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau. So people who despise the call of God are to be judged by those who become saviors of the world. Now, the Great Commission is the big commandments. You can see that when William Booth was asked to go back and was given the permission, he was asked to go and make himself a savior of men. Yes. So this was his commission. But that is the great commission. And the great commission, amazingly, are usually the last words in almost every significant writing in the New Testament contains a great commission. You see that it is repeated and repeated and repeated by different people. So, as we look at this commission in different ways, I want to show you the great commission in Hosea. Yes. Now, Hosea chapter 6, verse 1. And I want you to understand something that you need to understand. This is what we are going to take to go to bed tonight because tonight's session is going to end... um, And then we're going to go to bed. Then we're going to come back by the grace of God. Now, come let us return to the Lord. 
for he has torn and he will heal us. He has smitten and he will bind us up. After two days, he will revive us. And in the third day, he will raise us up and we shall live in his sight. All right? Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord. Hallelujah. That his going forth is prepared as the morning. Amen? Amen. His going forth is prepared as the morning. All right. Can somebody read it for us? Somebody should read it for us. Somebody just read it from the Yeah, 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 yeah. Then shall we know if we follow on to... We are are reading up to verse 11. Wow. His going forth is prepared as the morning, and he shall come unto us as the rain, as the latter and former rain unto the earth. O Ephraim, what shall I do unto thee? O Judah, what shall I do unto thee? For your goodness is as the morning cloud, and as the early dew, it goeth away. Mm. Therefore have I healed them by the prophets. I have slain them by the words of my mouth. Mm. And thy judgments are as the light that goeth forth. Mm. For I desired mercy and not sacrifice. And the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. But they like men have transgressed the covenant. They, they, there have they dealt treacherously against me. Gilead is a city of them that work iniquity and is polluted with blood. Mm. And as troops of robbers wait for a man, so the company of priests murder in the way by consent, for they commit lewdness. I have seen an horrible thing in the house of Israel. There is whoredom in Ephraim. Israel is defiled. Mm. Also, O Judah, he has set an harvest for thee. Mm. When I return the captivity of my people. Wow. Now, I'm sure you don't understand most of all that. No problem at all. Deuteronomy chapter 11. (laughs) Verse 10. Therefore, Deuteronomy 11 verse 10. For the land whither thou goest in to possess it. You know, we are just going to learn one thing tonight and then we are going to sleep and come early in the morning. All right, before breakfast. And then we have breakfast and then we come back. So, this is very important because most of us, either you've not been to Israel before, and if you've been to Israel, you stayed there for a few days and you came back. So you won't understand this message if you don't sort of try hard to listen carefully. And then the second thing, most of us are not farmers. This is also another problem. Okay, so I really need you to listen and understand what I'm talking about. You know what I mean. All right, now please. Verse 10. For the land where thou goest into possess it is not as the land of Egypt. Okay? From whence he came out. 
where thou sowest it and waterest with thy foot as a garden of herbs. The main thing is that the difference between Israel and Egypt is that Egypt got its water. They have actually a certain, I forget the, there's a name, there's a, a, an Arab name for something that they take water from the river. They don't get the water from the sky. They take their water from the river now. You get it? So, they had a constant supply of water and it was from the now. So, God was telling them, where you are going is different from Egypt, where you are. Are you with me? Yes. And it's not as the land of Egypt from whence you came out. All right? Verse 11. 11. But the land where you go is a land of hills and valleys. All right? And it drinketh water of the rain of heaven. It's, it comes from heaven. It's under the control of heaven. It's different from Egypt. I hope you're understanding something. Verse 12. (laughs) A land which the Lord thy God careth for. All right? The eyes of the Lord thy God are always upon it from the beginning of the year even unto the end of the year. All right? Now, and it shall come to pass that if you shall hearken diligently unto my commandments, which I command you this day to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, verse 14, that I will give you the rain of your land in his due season. The first rain and then the latter rain that thou mayest gather in thy corn, thy wine, and thy oil. Beautiful. I hope you are with me. Because after this, we are going to sleep. And I need you to think about it till tomorrow morning. Yeah. Now, this verse is very, very key to understanding what is happening. You see, in Israel, they don't have winter. Summer, spring, and autumn. They have two main seasons. All right? And it's dry. And then it rains. Okay? So, what happens is that the they have, and you see that expression through the Bible, early and latter rain. Yeah. So, all the time, from the time of the early rain, which is around September, early rain comes around September, is all dry. It will rain occasionally, but it's dry and hard. So then it rains and softens the ground to be able to plant and get ready. Then around April, which is around the Passover time, all right, 
Passover. Are you there? Passover, Passover is Easter. Are you over there? You, are you, you there? Easter time. All right. Passover is the same time as Easter. All right. Comes what they call the latter rain. Okay. Which moves everything towards the harvest. So both the early rain and the latter rain are making us go towards the harvest. And the three main harvests that we get in Israel are mentioned here in the Bible. There's the wheat or the corn harvest and the wine from the grapes and then the oil from the olive trees. These are the three men. You see these three always. The corn, the oil, and the wine. You see it being mentioned. These are the three main harvests. And the rain is because of the harvest. Is the reason why God will give the rain. No other reason. No other reason. This scripture is also like Hosea. We were reading it. But I don't know if you were seeing it well. If you don't mind to go back to Hosea. Chapter 6. Isn't it? Were you with me there? Yes. Come let us return to the Lord. He has torn. There's a song like that. Verse 2. And then he goes to verse 3. But the verse 3 is the one we're looking for. That we shall know if we follow on to know the Lord. So, you know things if you continue to follow the Lord. You don't know things if you start. If you follow, you know. Hmm? It's not starting, my dear. It's continuing. That his going forth, God, this is how God is, is prepared as the morning. That is, God is a particular way. It's prepared. See how the morning always comes? I mean, we are sure. We don't know. Some people will be dead by tomorrow morning. But for the morning will come. And that's how God is. He is. His way of moving is fixed. And you can't really change certain things about God. And then he says, he will come to us in a particular way, like the rain. God comes like the rain. The latter and the former. The former rain is the early rain. Alright? The latter and the former. So God comes in seasons like that. A big season. And then another season. Alright? And if you look at verse 11 of this chapter, if you don't mind to go to verse 11, you see again the reason for the rain. Look at it. Verse 11. Oh, Judah. We are in the same Hosea 6. You see, he has set a harvest for thee. You see, so there was a harvest coming. And so the rain is only given for the harvest. Are you with me? Always for the harvest. All right? Beautiful. Now, we have two types of Christians in the world. Those who know why the rain has been given, which is the Holy Spirit, and those who don't know why they have received the rain. I'll say it again. We have two types of Christians. Those who know why there is rain. And in Deuteronomy 11 verse 14 is telling us, Deuteronomy 11 verse 14 is telling us, I will give you the rain, the first rain, 
and the latter rain that thou mayest gather in the corn, the oil, and the wine. So God comes to us as the rain, Hosea 6.3. God comes like the rain, a former rain and then a latter rain. And when he comes to us, all right, he's come to us for a reason. The reason that he has come to us is for the harvest. That thou mayest gather in the corn. Which harvest? The Holy Spirit is given to us to harvest in the souls of this world. It's the only reason. Acts 1.8 You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes and you shall be millionaires in Switzerland and in Germany. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost shall come upon you and you shall go to America. The, the Holy Ghost is given for a reason. Now, there are two types of Christians. Those who know why the Holy Spirit has been poured on them and those who don't know why. Those who have some kind of happiness party. Oh, well, we know spiritual words. We can quote scriptures. We do this, we flow, we have conventions, we revive ourselves, we talk again, we say this, we say that. They don't even know. And people who call themselves prophets and pastors and teachers, we don't even have the faintest inkling as to why the Holy Spirit is given. Why does God give the rain, the early rain and the latter rain? Why? Not to just make ourselves happy. All right? But to make ourselves to make ourselves ready purposefully purposefully for the harvest. Are you with me? Yes. Beautiful. Now, if you turn with me to the book of James you see exactly what I'm talking about over there. James chapter 5, verse 7. Be patient. Be patient. All right? Therefore, brethren, to the coming of the Lord, behold the husbandman or the farmer and I told you, most of you are not farmers, so you may not understand. Waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth and has long patience for it until he received the early and the latter rain. So this husbandman or this farmer is waiting for the precious fruits. That's why we speak in tongues. It's for salvation. That's why we have anointing for for salvation. That's why God gives money to Christians. It's for salvation. I'm telling you. I've been a pastor for more than 25 years of the same people. 
Yes, I have one of the largest congregations in the world. Yes. I'm telling you. I know what I'm No, no. Please, I beg you. It's not about clapping. Please, I beg you. I'm trying to explain that. I've been at this for some time. God is not trying to make people rich or go to America. He's trying to save souls. Period. He's, he's God in heaven. He has made everything. And you see, you can't argue with God. It's not advisable to argue with God. It's not advisable to bring your own agenda to God. God has a fixed agenda and he will do what he's going to do. Isaiah 14, 26. Isaiah 14, 26. Quickly, put it up there. Isaiah 14, 26. This is the purpose which is purpose on the earth. And this is the hand which is stretched out to perform it. This is what God has decided to do. Verse 27. Verse 27. Next verse. For the Lord of hosts has purposed. Who's going to change it? Who's going to change it? Neither you nor me nor anything we want to do or anything we are trying to do. Nobody can change no plan of no God. Did you hear me? I said you can't change no plan of no God. He's going to do what he wants to do. And his hand is stretched out. You're going to turn his hand back. You're going to push his hand back. Be careful when trying to move God's hand. You know, one day there was a sister in church. She, she was sitting like where this brother is sitting and there was somebody sitting behind. So she thought it was somebody else. So she kept on playing with the knee. She was hitting the knee from the back. You see, like how you can go back and she so then she turned later and she said, oh, it's a different person. So you, you see, you, you, you must be careful. God has stretched out his hand and you are trying to play with his hand. I wouldn't advise you to play with his hand like that. What God has decided, he has stretched out his hand and you are pushing his hand. Later you find that the wrong hand you are pushing. Huh? Are you there? Or you are leaving? Yes. I'm talking about the harvest. And I'm saying that the reason for the harvest is very clear. God has a harvest that he has prepared. And we need to flow with his plan and what he is doing. Amen. And he's going to do his will whether we want to do it or not. He's going to go by his plan. James 5, 7. All right? Be patient, brethren. Amen. Because that is the will of the Lord. Amen. Now, In Jeremiah chapter 5, you see something wonderful. In verse 23, 
Jeremiah chapter 5. These people have a revolting and rebellious heart. They have revolted and they are gone. Alright? They have revolted and they are gone. Verse, the next verse, 24. Neither say they in their heart, let us now fear the Lord our God that giveth rain, both the former and the latter rain. In his season, he reserved unto us the appointed weeks of the harvest. So there are some weeks appointed for the harvest. And we are in those weeks now. We are in those weeks. Now. Yes. You know, the early rain, when the day of Pentecost came, the Holy Spirit was poured out on the whole world. On the day of Pentecost, about six weeks after Jesus came, died and went. And since then, there has been no rain. Because I told you, it starts when in Israel? September. Then it's dry. There's a winter. There's no, so it softens the ground. That's the main early rain. Then after that, Around Passover. So from September, you go October, November, December, January, February, March, April. Then you have the latter rain. And then, then it's, you are getting towards the harvest. 1900, exactly on the 1st of January, 1900. That was when the Holy Ghost started to come again. And by 1904, that is when the Azusa revival for Pentecostalism came to this earth. At first, nobody was speaking in tongues before then. The speaking in tongues was not a, non-existent. There was nothing. And they have, and you see, in Israel, it rained like there will be, not like there will be no rain at all, but one, two, nothing, maybe one, but still dry. So there have been some moves. But the major one came in 1900 was this Bible school. There was a lady who was um, Charles Parham. There was some lady who started speaking. But 1904 was uh, Azusa Street Revival. That spread all over the world. That gave birth to Assemblies of God, Church of God in Christ, and all the Pentecostal denominations you know about, including the Charismatics. Brought the largest growth of the church. So, the Holy Ghost is given for the harvest. And Matthew 13, look at Matthew 13, verse 39. Put it up there. I'm sure you find something there. Matthew 13, verse 39. The harvest is the end of the world. Yeah. The harvest is the end of the world. The harvest is the end of the world. This is the end of the world. And that's what Jesus said. He said, 
It is when the gospel is preached to all, then the end shall come. Matthew 24. And look at that statement there. The harvest is the end of the world. Another version says, it's the end of the age. Yeah, this is the end of the world. The gospel. Yes. This is actually what God is doing. And you may not want it or you may have your own little bitty plans of how you are going to get your card for your stay in Italy to do this, to get money to job, this wedding house, your job, your school, and this, and this, and this, marry and have a child. Look, thank you for all your plans, but God is doing something wonderful and you are just in the middle of it. The harvest is the end of the world. Yes. The principal harvest, the corn, the oil, and the wine. The reason why the rain is given is for the harvest. That's what God is doing. And I would advise you, instead of tickling God's finger, <laughs> for him to move his hand back. I don't know what you should do, but just, just flow because the hand is stretching. The, join the hand to stretch it this way. But not that you are going to be pushing his hand back. You will be shocked. Amen. Amen. So the Holy Ghost, Kaba Shodalama, all the speaking in tongues, all the anointings, all the things we have is for a reason. Reason for this job to make yourself a savior of men. And all of us will be saviors of men. Now, Proverbs chapter 10. Look at Proverbs chapter 10. I'll show you something. Proverbs chapter 10. After this one, we are going to sleep. Verse 5. Verse 5. Proverbs chapter 10. Verse 5. He that gathereth in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest. He that sleepeth in harvest is the son that causeth shame. He that sleepeth in harvest. Harvest time has come and you are sleeping. Harvest time has come in Europe, in Italy, in the world and you are sleeping. I can't believe my eyes or my ears. You are sleeping? Are you sleeping over there? A son that sleepeth in harvest. A son or a daughter that sleepeth in harvest. It's the daughters who are sleeping. <laughs> Matthew 13, 39. What does it say? Matthew 13, 39. Go back. The harvest is the end of the world. 
it is the end of the world. That is, we, are, we all know that the end of the world is just almost about to hit. Somebody would trigger it one of these days. By all means. We all, the confusion is more than you can handle. The entropy. And the harvest is the end of the world. Huh? What do you think? Yes. So, me, I am a son of the Lord. It's harvest time. What shall I be doing? Why was the rain given to me? To make money? To do what? For the harvest. Why, why was the Holy Spirit given? Why God giving us anointing, Holy Spirit gift prophecies? Why? For the harvest. It will never change. The reason will never change. You know, I was telling them the other day, our hospital back in Ghana, the church hospital, we have a TV in the reception. You know, where people are waiting and they show cartoons and other things to make people happy. Gospel music and different things. Now, is it the case that the hospital's vision is to show cartoons? Can that ever be? I mean, can it be the reason for building the hospital to show cartoons? Or music videos. Even if the videos are showing. You can never say that is the reason. So even though people can serve God. And be blessed financially. Even if I serve God and I'm blessed financially. I can never say that that is the reason why. That the reason for serving God. Or doing anything. It cannot be. I beg you. Oh. Should I kneel down and beg you? I say it, it cannot be the reason. Stop forcing things that are not real. I beg you. The reason for the church will always be one and the same. Harvest. The harvest is the end of the world. So, why don't you rather get your tools and just join this last effort and make yourself a savior of men? Now, I want to declare mission 1,000 Italian members physically. Yes. And Germany, 1,000 members. Switzerland, 1,000. I don't want, you see, the reason why I came to Italy was that I don't want you to feel that we are Europe. No, don't feel that way. You know how the shape of Italy is like this way. How do you force yourself to be part of Europe? You get what I'm saying? You are a country on your own. A lot of people are here. 
Why do you want to merge with others? I don't understand it. So there are thousands. We must have at least one thousand members. It is possible. And I want to come to a camp with one thousand Italian members. Europe, Europe is on God's heart. Never think that God has left Europe. Europe spread the gospel to many places. All over the world, we have the remnants of Europeans coming with Jesus. Yes, even my, where I live in Ghana is called Mission Street. Yes, from the Basel Mission. That's the name of the road. Basel Mission. From Basel. Yeah. We have a mission cemetery in Ghana for only missionaries. Not so long ago. Do you get it? Yes. So, it is, you know, God has a heart also for, and you see there are a lot of people here, whoever you are, however you came here, I don't know, it's not what we are needing now. But God can do it. And if you give yourself to that, you stop praying for car, cars will be added to you. You stop praying for husbands, more husbands will be proposing to you. Look, 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 shh. One of the reasons for lack of husbands is purely a lack of harvest. Because when people are converted, a young man, you hardly get a young person who is a serious Christian not getting married. Because we don't have any other outlet for our sexual feelings. We need an outlet. Oh, you don't understand the example I'm giving. Yes. So one of the reasons for a lack of husbands is because when a man doesn't, it's not a serious Christian, there's no reason to marry. There's no reason to marry because you have so many beautiful girls. Why, why should you settle for one when there are so many beautiful ones? You can't eat pizza every day. Sometimes you have to eat alfredo. Sometimes you eat uh, fettuccine. Sometimes you eat hamburgers. Sometimes you have shawarma, lasagna. You can't eat pizza every day. But if you marry, you see that every day is pizza. So it is it is the harvest that makes serious gentlemen who want to settle down stay with you. Oh yes. 
In fact, you will notice in all people that will become ministers and pastors, they all want a beloved, they want to sit down, they want to marry because they have accepted that, Charlie. I'm burning. And you see, I'm, you say it's better to marry than to burn because the burning burns anointing. <laughs> it can burn your character, it can burn your morals, it can burn the grace of God. Ay, Jesus! You can burn your revelation. You can burn your focus. You can burn your leadership. So, the lack of the harvest, even people who are terrorists, if the harvest had gotten to some of those places, they wouldn't have been become terrorists. Yes. So, you'll be shocked to know that the things you are praying for, you know, are solved by the harvest. Yes. Solved by the harvest. Solved by the harvest. The harvest is the answer. It's the job you are looking for. Just win souls. Bring people to Jesus. Turn the heads of people. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit work through you. God will use you to turn people's lives to God. The harvest is the end of the world. So since the early reign or the former reign of Pentecost day when the church burst out and then the souls came in 3,000, 5,000, Peter, Paul, they were, there has been nothing significant till 1900, first January and then 1904. Then the latter is what most prophetic uh, people see and declare that this is what has happened. So we are actually now in the last stages of whatever. And as for the thing, it will happen. The gospel spreading, harvest, people being saved, Jesus. There will be a harvest. All the nations which look resistant to God, they all, lot of salvations will spread out. A lot of salvations will spread. Yes. Even, even look at us here. You would have thought that, you know, our, the church will get finished yeah. here. The church will get finished. But rather, in spite of all the harassment, difficulty, problems in papers, this, that, they see that we are even, we are not joining ourselves to no Switzerland, yeah. to have no camp in no Switzerland. We are here in Italy. And Next year, we can have 1,000 people here. Next year. It's possible. It's 
Since God called me and I've been working for him, I just want people to be saved. I just want people to be delivered. I just want to do his will. I'm not thinking about so many things. It's not that I don't need anything. But that is what my mind is on. That's what my mind is on. And even as I'm here, my mind is on souls. Whether Italian souls or other souls. Soul is a soul. And it's precious to God. Whether Filipino souls. A soul is a soul. And it's precious to God. Are you excited about the harvest? Are you excited about the harvest? Is it not beautiful? Is it not amazing? Are you glad to join in this great harvest? What a blessing. I mean, it's so beautiful and prophetic. Yes, to see that the Holy Spirit is a rain and it's for harvest. It's only for harvest. It's only for soul winning. Yeah, there's no other reason like for falling down or for manifesting in church. Or it is for harvest. It is the Holy Spirit. The reason for the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's the reason for soul winning. For harvesting, for bringing people to God. Yes. No matter your problems. That's for the problem. Look, if you are waiting for problems to go, eh, I don't know what you wait for. You know, since I knew the Lord, I, I cannot remember any year or any time of, excuse me to use the word peace. <laughs> yes I, I, I don't know which year hasn't had something that there is, you are fighting killing, strangulating resisting, blocking fighting oh, I don't know any year of my life that doesn't have these things if I was waiting to, for things to finish Yes. One time I was praying, you know, that God should heal me. You know, I was saying that, Lord, I'll start my healing ministry when you heal me. Yes. <laughs> like, up to now, I'll still not be starting my healing ministry. Yes. Yes, I said, Lord, when you heal me, then I start. So that I can give my testimony. Up to today, I've not been able to give that testimony. But I'm still doing my healing ministry. So, someone, you'll be shocked at the problems that somebody is having that is doing the work of God. Yes. You see, when a goat is sweating, when a goat is sweating, he's, he's been running, he can run for a long time. When you see him, you never see sweat. That's how you are. As you are preaching to somebody, the person will not know the kind of problem that you are having. Keba shooter, yeah, 
that's a beautiful girl leading somebody to Christ. And the person will not have any idea that you are praying and fasting. This is day 27. You are praying for just a beloved. Day 27. Pray only for a beloved. Not even for a husband or a beloved. You'll be talking to somebody on a bus. You'll be visiting somebody in the house, telling the person. The person will tell you, I have so many problems. You don't know this church thing you are saying. You, know, you don't know the problem. You, you, you will not even tell the person that this morning, my husband gave me two dirty slaps. Two dirty slaps. As I'm standing here witnessing, I've been slapped today, twice. He slapped me, pa, and then pa, and I'm here on my witnesses. You'll be telling somebody, I'll come, I'll come for you to church. But as you are telling him, I'll come for you to church. You cut the money you take for transport to go to church. You are wondering how you can come. You don't even know how. I'm telling you. You see, one day you go. You'll be witnessing to somebody and the person will be crying. Say, <gasps> 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 the captain says, so now I cannot come. Why can you come? Come so my life. So what is wrong with your life? So my life, I'm too bad. Then they, she'll, call the, she'll call the son, the little child. No, 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 go back, go back. She'll call the, she'll call the son. <laughs> little boy will come. Five years old. And you say, look at this boy. Look at, I don't know the father. I don't know who is the father. I don't know his, I don't know the father. It's my child. I gave her, but I'm not sure. I don't know who is the father. But you will not tell her that you too, the child you have, are also not sure who is the father. You are not very sure, but you haven't checked it out properly. Look, as for troubles and problems, if you want things to be okay before you're going to serve God, you may wait forever. Yes, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, yeah, rise up today, go over the river Anon. And begin to contend with the enemy. Yes. And fight to be one of the harvesters. Because a son who sleeps in harvest, and when, when they call you, tell you, you don't know the trouble, I'm not going to know harvest. I'm not going to know harvest because of your troubles. You are a shameful son. 
son that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causeth shame. And that is God's number one priority. This thing I'm telling you. Go and make yourself a savior of men. It is, it is, it is what he wants. It's what he wants. Yeah. It's, it's what he wants from you. Are, are you going to do it? Do you know any 1,000 people in Italy who can, who can be here next year by now? I think I would like to come here especially for such a time. 1,000 Italians! We tell the Swiss people that, wait, please, you don't come to stay at your, stay at where you are coming from. Don't be, we don't need Switzerland here. need Switzerland here. Stay in your country. Everybody stay in your country. We can have 1,000 Italians here. Are we going to do it for Jesus? We can. We will. We can. We can do. We can do it. In spite of every trouble we have. Man, let God use you. You know, one day I went to a crusade, and the preacher was preaching. Then he said, I used to go to this nightclub, and he mentioned four nightclubs. There were four nightclubs. Then he said, He saw demons. And then he, he put his hand in fire. And then he, something happened. And then he went he, unconscious. Then he was taken to the hospital. He was telling fantastic stories. So I was sitting there. I said, Lord, I've not been to a nightclub before. I've not seen a demon like this before. I've not seen a fire. How can I also with my simple life preach and tell people. But today that person is admiring me for my soul winning. So I'm telling you that your simple life which doesn't look so fantastic with many fantastic stories you'll be surprised. When you open your mouth and speak you'll be shocked how God will use you. All you have to do is to speak the words of Jesus. Speak the words of God. And God will use you. Yes. That's his will for you. And I know. You will see that a thousand people will be here. You will be driving your cars to come here. You will be sitting by your husbands and your wives. Your children will be growing up in the house of the Lord. Everything you need, you see that you didn't pray for it. Look, if God doesn't help you, you will always be poor in Europe. Yes. 
May I know what I'm saying? I know what I'm saying. Yeah. I came here before most of you came here. I was born here. Yes. I was born here. Yeah. I know this place. I've walked on the streets looking for money on the floor. Before you came here, I used to walk and pray. My God. Let me find something. Let me find. Has it happened to you before? Today is happening to you. Today. One day I was with a brother. Shh. And the brother was driving a car and suddenly stopped to the side. He said, I'm coming. And he ran. And he came back. And he showed me 500. Yeah, he found 500 on his head. He told me, I always find money here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll not tell you the place. <laughs> Look, Europe is not a small place. Take it from me. Yes. It's not a small place. It's not easy to be here. If you don't turn your attention away from yourself, you will be unhappy. You see, when you sometimes look at yourself in a way, you become very discouraged. Do you know what makes you sad when you look at yourself? That's why the Bible says, we beholding the glory of the Lord. We are supposed to look at the Lord, not at ourselves. When you look at yourself, you say, oh, man, look at my life at the middle of this thing of my life. Look at how I've become now. I mean, how? I mean, just, I mean, it's, not, it's not my vision for myself. Oh. You ask yourself, is this me? Is this what I'm becoming? And every year passes. When your birthday comes, you are experiencing what we call sweet and sour sauce. It's both happy and not happy. Sweet and sour. Is it not true? Sweet and sour sauce. And it's not sweet and sour pork or sweet and sour fish. It's sweet and sour you. But today marks the end of sweetness. You are moving as a good son deep into the harvest. Deep into the harvest. Deep into the harvest. Winning souls every day and turning multitudes to Jesus. Hallelujah. So I'm leaving you with this great commission. 
make yourself a savior of men right here in Italy. Thank God, thank God for thank God for all the souls that are won at Healing Jesus campaign, and it's nice. But right here, see, so soul winning, we are not delegating soul winning to somewhere far away from you. Because you see, you see, the best giver to the church is a pastor. When, when you are a pastor, you even give more because you understand more. So, if you are a soul winner, nobody has to explain soul winning to you. When you see us winning the soul, you say, ah, I have to even help more because I know what he's doing and I'm trying to do my small one and it's not working. Yes. I appreciate it. So I'm not just going to win so somewhere. No, you here in Italy. And I'm going to tell these Swiss people they shouldn't come here to fill our seats. We, we have a lot of souls here. Yes. They must apply for a special visa to come here. Ten million. Ten million. Twenty million. Thirty million. Forty million. Fifty million. Sixty million. Seventy million. Eighty million. Ninety million. Will be sad that you were saved. You will be number one enemy of Satan and number one friend of God. I said, number one enemy of Satan and number one friend of God. In Jesus' name, sit down. Deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 14. What does it say? Deuteronomy 11 verse 14. I will give you the rain of your land in his due season. Amen? Amen. And what's going to happen? And what's going to happen? Hmm? That thou mayest gather. Everybody say gather. That's why we have gathering services. I'll give you the rain. So that you have gatherings. More gatherings. When you say you, a man is anointed. It means he's a soul winner. 
Yes. If you are not a soul winner, you are not a anointed. Yeah. Yeah. What is petrol for? For drinking. You see, every liquid has the reason why it is there. We don't drink it. We put it, you don't bath with it. You put it in the car to make your car go. So what is anointing for? It's for so winning. So I'll give you the rain of your land that thou mayest gather. So there are corn souls, wine souls, oil souls. All these are souls being given to you by the Lord. And God is going to use you mightily to do what you never imagined you could do. Hallelujah. So I tell you, even if we end the camp now, I think it's okay. That's what I feel. Even if we end now. The commission is clear. The vision is clear. Yeah. It's all about souls. It's all about salvations and conversions. That's what the whole, when we speak in time, you are a soul winner. My anointing for winning souls has come. Go out and start talking. Yes. Start speaking. Witnessing. Reaching out. Persistently. It will work. It will work. If you can be in the church, you. And I don't want to mention your things. I beg you. I don't want to mention your things. Don't push me. If you push me, I, 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 I. say we beg. Say we beg. Don't push me. If you push me, I, I, I'll start talking about things. Okay. 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 It's all right. I won't say it. I won't say it. Joel chapter 2, verse 23. Joel chapter 2. Ah. You see, in Joel, the prophet is talking about the same thing. Be glad then, you children of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God. Why? Why should you rejoice? Because he has given you the former rain moderately. And then, he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. Eh? So that what? Verse 24. And the floors shall be full of the same three harvests of the wheat, the wine, and the oil. It's always this only one reason for the Holy Spirit. So all these churches, pastors, prophets, bishops are doing things we don't know whether we are winning souls. You question what spirit it is. Yes. Is it a spirit? Or is it something else? Yes. If we are not bringing people to God, I question whether it's the Holy Spirit you are having or some other gimmick. You are playing because there's only one reason. He says, Look at verse 23. I will give you the former rain, I will give you the latter rain, isn't it? Be glad, children of Zion, rejoice in the Lord. He has given you the former rain moderately. 
It will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, the latter rain, in the first month, huh? And the floors shall be full. You see that the, all the floor, all this floor space will be full. A thousand people can fit here. One thousand people can fit here. The floors will be full. If the Holy Spirit moves, it moves in the Italian church. The, the floors will be full. Yeah. That is amazing, isn't it true? Yeah. You know, I told one of my bishops, he was an established bishop in his church. And he was having church growth conferences in his church. So one day I called him, I told him, brother, go into the bush and build a new church. You know, when I told him, I could see that he didn't want to go. Yes, because he was like big manistic in his current cathedral. He was powerful there. You know, then one day his heart I could see that the spirit of God had touched. Because I went with him to the land very, very far. (laughs) Far away. But you know, this Good Friday service we had, he was telling me, he said, I brought 10 Ayalolo buses, the biggest Buses full of people from that place. Wow. Ten huge buses. Yes. Have no new these are new people all from that far place. Floors full. You see, if the Holy Spirit is on a pastor, it will be something about a soul-winning church, something God increased in. It's not about coming to make you fall down here. We, we, we can fall down. We know how to fall down. Even we like falling down. It's not that somebody wants to beg us. It's something we like doing. And people fall and we like it too. That's not the, that's not the problem. <laughs> don't you like falling? If they like, don't you want to know We like to fall. Yes. That's not the issue. We are talking about the Holy Spirit. When the floors shall be full of wheat, everybody here has left behind about ten people that could have you could have brought along. Yes, yeah, beautiful. So this is I love this. Make yourself a savior of men. I love it. Make yourself a savior. Right here in Italy. Don't think of Zambia. Don't think of uh, any far uh, here. Right here. In this your shoe country. You can make yourself a savior of men. Is it not amazing? Sit down. We are blessed. So, 
I believe you have something to think about. Yes. Yes. You have something to think about. Yes. Harvest is the end of the world. Matthew 13, 39. Beautiful. The harvest is the end of the world. Jesus was explaining the parable. He was explaining what he said. If you like, look at verse 38. Verse 38. The field is the world. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. He was saying, this is this. This is this. This is this. This is this. Huh? <laughs> the field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. The tares are the children of the wicked one. Huh? The enemy that sold them is the devil. And the harvest is the end of the world. And the reapers are the angels. So there's going to be a lot of angelic activity. Yeah. Because you, you can't even know it has to be a supernatural thing for so many people to be saved. A lot of angels are going to be on the move. The harvest is the end of the world. Practically. How many are surprised at some of these scriptures? And and the rain is always given for the harvest. Deuteronomy 11, 14. Always. Always. And he started by telling them that the land I'm taking you is not like Egypt. I'll find the name of that. It's an Arabic word. They use it to take the water from the Nile. He said that where you are going is not like that. Where you are going, I will control the rain from heaven. If you are obedient, I will open the heaven. So he said, the Holy Spirit comes from God. So God takes a decision to pour his spirit. And when he pours his spirit, that's what's going to give you the harvest. Yes. Is it amazing? So the land that we've come into, so if if it starts from like verse 10, he said, the land that you are going to is not like Egypt. It's not as the land of Egypt. So where we are now is controlled by God. Yes. It's not like the land of Egypt. He's not going to pick it from the Nile every time. I'll control and I'll send. When I send, it's to help you to come to the heaven. Amazing. Is it beautiful? So when you combine this with what William Booth said, you see, that's what we call the, we are, when we gather the spirits of just men made perfect. The same things that they were saying. As we spent our time repeating these same words. Spirits of just men made perfect. Is it amazing? amazing. Is it fantastic? fantastic. Is it beautiful? be nice to God. He will really like you. All the things you pray about now, you won't pray about even one of those things. Yeah. You one day we say, ah, it's a long time since I prayed about this thing. And even God has done it. 
When you come to First Life Church in Ghana, I've made a special place called the Kelly Willie Center. You know what is Kelly Willie Center? Kelly Willie is pride planting. Because I, I made it because I remember when I used to buy Kelly Willie. And I, there's a lady who counts it two, 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 two. I didn't like that lady at all. But today, by the grace of God, even my own church is doing that Kelly Willie. So I get it, I can get it free. They just bring to me even to taste. So there are things you have suffered for are going to be given to you free. Receive it in the name of Jesus. All right. Father, thanks for your blessings and your word you've given to us today. We love you. We praise you. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated and take out your offering. Take out another offering. Beautiful offering for tonight. We are closing and we shall be back early in the morning. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.